I'm Nathan Hertz. I'm joined with two very special characters today. Slight. James and Justin, the dynamic duo. Yeah, what up? Team JJ. I'm going to start this off by saying we're going to have a shorter than usual <coughs> podcast happening up in the spot. Woo! Yeah! Spot. But I'd like to start it off with just spots. <laughs> Woo! All right. Justin, uh, what's going on? What's the latest? What's happening? Uh, what's the 411? Um, you know, just sick like you. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot Just, of sickness in the house. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of germs up in this clue bay. This is true. Yeah. Um, and then what else have I been doing? Just eating foods, doing acting stuff, <laughs> taking medicine. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are you taking medicine for? Your cold? Uh, your recent cold? No, I have a flu? thyroid issue. Oh, man. And it's not my thighs, but <laughs> hey. Oh, um, Damn, dude, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of fun. I also had like a sinus thing going on, so they gave me a nasal thing with steroids in it. Whoa! So I get pretty high. It's, really? Yeah. What does it feel like to be high on steroids? Uh, I don't know. It's like like you can like crush like a table or like. Yeah, of... I mean, well, I feel like everything is fine. <laughs> I feel like if I was working Bench, out, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, this is the greatest workout ever, <laughs> except it's in my nose, so I can breathe, yeah. I feel you. It's That's like cool. Arnold, when he, I don't know if you ever saw that clip or video when he talks about, like, lifting weights, it's like getting high. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like that. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the other Arnold clip where he talks about coming oh yeah it's like that is, is that the, okay. yeah yeah, I mean, I was, yeah, I wanna, yeah heard that one I mean, no, that's what it is oh it's amazing <laughs> I, mean, I don't know it's why amazing. but i do want to hear that yeah <laughs> hear great no details. i'll do a rendition yeah. for you it basically goes something like this it's like every time i bump i come <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Just like that. yo this character on the mic you might not be familiar with he's uh joining us for the first time here on the geeks podcast hosted by the Testlate production company. Testlate. I'm supposed to like uh, drop a whole lot of lingo here, but um, I've never done this before, so I don't remember any of it. James. Perfect. What's going on? Tell me yeah. about yourself. What do you do? What is Who are up? you? And what's the latest? Uh, my name is James Okubo. I'm a uh, director. What? Yeah. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> I do uh, He's Mr. Big deal. commercials yeah, and stuff. I just, yeah. uh, I just got back uh, from a trip in from tokyo doing a commercial oh shit dude that's awesome yeah it was uh it was good i was there for 23 days so that's a pretty pretty long time oh yeah and we're still finishing up the commercial so it's a lot of work but uh it's it's looking pretty good so cool man that's awesome so was yeah. the production company out here and they just wanted to shoot out there or is it like no no it's a local production company in tokyo okay. and the oh, clients okay, cool. were uh from singapore it's like a credit card a Singaporean credit card, but it's OCBC, so it's a Chinese bank. Gotcha. Chinese money. You know how it goes. Uh-huh. It's everywhere now. <laughs> yeah, um, the Chinese money. I know all about economics. <laughs> Same yeah. here. Yeah. Yes. The, like the monies. The yeah. monies Dude, and the wire transfers. all about Asia. Yo, stuff. I got a visa <laughs> card. Yeah. I get a visa statement. I get a MasterCard statement. I'm pretty up there with the finances. <clears throat> Damn, dude. That's awesome. Anyway, congratulations on the gig. That yeah, dude. Thank epic. you. Thank you. I got I got some good stories too, which I haven't even told you yet. Oh, but, whoa! Yeah, secret exclusive. Well, let's let's hear it. Dude, this is the outlet for your this stories. This is the outlet. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> it doesn't so matter how raunchy, how dirty. Oh, is that right? Can no. we cuss? Yeah, well. Yeah. well <laughs> okay, I'm going to take that as a no. I mean, I don't just. I don't oh, say I mean, the F-bomb. Maybe I do sometimes when, I, when we're super excited about something. I go, okay. Yeah. yeah. I do cuss a lot, so That's I just okay. wanted to make it sure. Happens. I'll censor myself. No, I'll, I'll censor myself. It. I'll, I'll only use it for... Every time you, know. you do, I'll just go, hello. <laughs> just mother, hello. <laughs> yeah, just, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> just like it's network television, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, and she was a mother. Yeah, that's exactly what I want you to do. Anyway, I want to hear the story. What's going on? What's the story? Oh Well, so basically, I'll just give you a quick recap of the concept. Um of the spot basically it's about this kid a singaporean kid and obviously singapore it never snows right uh-huh. uh, there, there's not a lot of uh, seasons so he gets really obsessed with snowfall and then uh he ends up coming to tokyo expecting snow there isn't snow there the parents call the credit card company which has a concierge service and you can use your um your points that you've accumulated uh-huh. for okay. the concierge service so they basically plan this like extravagant trip up to like uh northern japan where there's actual snow and that's like the ending of the spot really emotional stuff you know um but anyways so the lead um is a young kid he's like five years old right and it was insane because he's like the most adorable kid right Uh looking looking okay Okay. the first day we get to set the things that came out of his mouth really were just utter filth whoa like how old five like to to the point that I was just like I don't know what's going on at your home but I feel like I need to send a social worker because this is Whoa. crazy. Oh my god. So it started off with so I got locked up in the car with well I didn't get locked up in a car. <laughs> that sounds a little James a little you don't work yet. You are stay here with child. Uh, that sounds really weird. Yeah. Yo, but, wait, hold on. Okay. I, I think my cats are getting into your food. One sec. Okay. Um if you're all wondering what's what food I have a plastic bag with some food in it, and there's a kitten who's maybe like a few months old, and a giant cat. It must really like that rice and beans. Rice <laughs> and beans, or it's the yeah, it's the bag that's that it's after. It. It's just yeah. playing around with They're the bags. Like, oh, oh, sorry. Rice and beans, but yeah. I was getting well. That's hyper that's what happens when you have Mexican toys. kittens. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. I'm sorry. Shouldn't right. brought. I should have known that was their favorite dish. <laughs> <laughs> Justin always causing trouble. Damn, dude, that's crazy, though. Yeah. So you're locked? That's freaky. So so yeah. let me get to what okay. he actually said, okay? Right. <laughs> so we're, we're in the car. We're doing a scene where he's, like, in the back seat of the car, and he wakes up, and then he sees snow, and he's like, oh, my God, it's snow. This is crazy. So between every take, he starts talking about, oh, yeah, uh, put the penis in, in the butthole. You put oh, the penis in the all butthole. Right. You're, all right. you're, you're, wow. I'm not even joking. Oh I'm not Jesus even joking. Christ. Why was I'm, he saying that? I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. And then he was like, you're, you're, you're an old pervert. You're an old pervert. <laughs> the penis Whoa. in the bubble. Right? And then it, the, the second day, he's like, he gets on all fours. Okay? Whoa. And he, he's got his ass up. Oh, my and God. And he's like, push my energy button. Oh. It's in my, oh my. butthole. My. I was thinking, is this kid from Singapore? 
<laughs> no, dude. he's Japanese. He's Japanese. Poor but kid, he played man. a Singaporean That's kid. So dark. Oh but my God. yeah, it, it was it was pretty wild. So, oh, but I mean, it, it he was doing it in a way that's like an adorable five year old that doesn't really understand what he's saying. Do you know what I mean? It it's not like, like he like was exposed to some pornography or something. Well, uh, it might actually. So I tried to get to the bottom of it, right? So I, I, <laughs> I like, opened up an investigation, yeah. you know, yeah. while I was on set, trying to figure out what was going on inside sure. this kid's yeah. head. Um, I, I think what happened is he, his parents, they don't really look after their kids maybe. And so he just ends up watching a lot of like inappropriate stand-up comedy and stuff like that. Oh. That has some sort of connections with, you know, just the, the, the explicit content that he was okay. reciting. So he's like, like, it's but, funny, that, push my but, Oh, and then, and then I, he I tells. Like that's best he, case scenario. Dude. I'm just going to say, like, <laughs> that is he, best case he scenario. He also asked me and the crew members to slap his butt. Oh my god, dude! To a point that he wouldn't do the scene until somebody slapped his butt. <laughs> dude, that is <laughs> okay. so this kid is a dude. Diva. That is so weird. <laughs> okay, and then get this. That this is, is so fucking weird. Okay, dude. this is I the this is the worst this. part. Oh okay, this is the worst part. Wait, I don't right? like what were you it. filming? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, oh my god. So then I'm, I have to explain to him. I'm like, I can't slap your butt because this is what will happen. I'll get arrested. This is like <laughs> oh the Japanese, god. you know. Yes. Yeah. You put your wrists. Yeah. Yeah, 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 as if you're getting arrested. Oh, okay, yeah. that's the thing. Getting cut. Right, sure. Um, and then he's like, "If you don't, I'm gonna tell them that you did." <laughs> oh <my laughs> I was just like, "What? This is what horrible. is happening?" This is like five year old entrapment. Oh, it like, was insane. <laughs> have you guys ever seen what's that? Um, oh man, there's a really funny British show where. Oh fuck. Or uh, no, Black Mirror. Something no, it's like these black. two guys are like roommates. Got really popular. Oh, man, what's it called? Dead or dead beat or something? No, no, you know what? Let's move on. I'll think of it. <laughs> anyway, the main character is always like being entrapped by little kids, so. <laughs> and he's like terrified of being considered like a pedophile. Yeah. Dude, really you have to, yeah, you have to. Uh, that like was my shows. life. That was my life for twenty three days. <laughs> That's anyway, insane. crazy. All, All right. right, so you're a director. You travel around. You so direct. You direct stuff. <laughs> you do a lot of commercials. That's cool, man. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Awesome. Well, very cool. Do you have any other projects going on right now that you want to talk about, or? Um, like yeah, uh, working on a music video that's coming up. Um, oh yeah. Oh at cool. The beginning of February. Oh awesome, man. So yeah, excited about that, and we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I also had a trip to Nicaragua for New Year's, so Dude, that was exciting. To go to Nicaragua. Did you go surfing? Is that what you were doing? We were supposed to go surfing. Yes. Oh. I mean, they, my my buddy built a house down there, so we all oh, went down. There was man. about fifteen of us. Amazing. And then uh, what was great was I literally had a day between. So I I come back from Tokyo, uh-huh. and then it's Christmas Day, uh-huh. right? And I leave the next day. Oh damn! For Nicaragua, I'm out of it. Whoa. I end up missing my flight. Oh really? Shoot. Which was. Insane because they decide to f- they decide to fly out like half an hour early, which I didn't know airlines could do that. They can do that. Aero Mexico, that's uh. they do that every single flight. I swear to God, because they did the same thing down in Nicaragua. Oh my god! And then I had like a nine hour layover in Mexico City where I got food poisoning. I was telling Justin, oh, I had man. some uh, pork tacos, and uh, I-, I immediately started puking like two hours later. Whoa! Out of both ends. Oh man! <clears throat> so that that's was fun. Got food poisoning and then uh, threw out my back. Oh, so good vacation. Oh, like, wow. Anyways, I want to go to yeah, Mexico City one. so bad, but literally everyone I know who goes to vacation in Mexico gets City it. gets sick. It's like everyone. Not me. Like, okay. I won't. Really? 
I okay. won't. <laughs> you won't wait. So you haven't believe, done it yet, yeah. but, but this, is like, we'll sweet, this is a jesting guarantee. This is a jesting guarantee. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this water. I don't drink from this puddle. It looks safe. Yeah. It can't be worse than India, though. India is the worst. India, yeah, literally I mean, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've never been to India, but my girlfriend's family, are, they're all Indian. And even my girlfriend, because she was raised out here, she has to, like, get all the shots and fucking, like, only basically eat bread. And, like, oh my God. you know. There's some... <laughs> anyway, let's get on with it, shall we? Sweet. Yeah, let's um, do it. Uh, I'm going to get into some news here. We're going to, like I said, keep it real short today. One of the um, mics are super loud. Does that matter? Ugh. I think it's fine. Well, man, I don't know. Do we need to stop and check? We can take a quick pause. All right, we're taking a quick Take break. a quick pause. Take five. It's probably Good just... Kid. All right, we're back. Sorry for that brief interruption. Sorry things about with the computer. Um, so let's get into some of the neckos happening. I'm just watching Shadow dig for something. Oh yeah. no, Shadow was burying. Yeah, bring me up on the news because I've been so out of the loop. Yeah, well, uh, I haven't even seen Star Wars. Up. They're like making a new. <laughs> you haven't seen Star Wars? No. Yeah, wow. this is how out of the loop I am. Yeah. So I'm very curious Let about this news you. you speak of. There's the Force. And it's awakening. What did you think of? Well, should we talk? Well, I yeah. guess we shouldn't. Yeah. All right. I guess we can't. Unless so you want to ruin it We talked about it on that one podcast <laughs> yeah. where we saw it. There know? was a whole special podcast that Al did oh, in person. London. Just yeah. like right. It was like a spoiler cast like right after it aired. Oh, wow. Hey, Melissa, we're doing a podcast. Oh, hey. Hey. Thanks for ruining everything. God, here comes the girlfriend. <laughs> Great. She's going to um, just steal the show. Dude, you got to leave it for Let's go. Okay. All hey. right. All right, let's do um, this. News. News, news. with right, Nate. they're making a new Labyrinth movie. That That's happening. I think, but can we boycott a, it? What's that? Can we all just boycott that? Well, apparently it was like in pre-production before uh, David Bowie passed. So he was supposed to be in the movie or make a cameo. I don't know if he was supposed to be in the movie, but it was definitely like in pre-production before he, he, was, he died. So it was kind of crazy timing. But um. Anyway. Hologram. Hologram David Bowie. That's all I got to say. I know. They're going to do like a Tupac of David Bowie. <laughs> so, um, no, Paul Walker, I guess. It would be a Paul Walker. Oh, and It'll Jim Henson, who directed the film, his daughter is going to be the one, I think, directing the remake. Okay. Uh, Just keep it in the Lisa family. Lisa Henson. I guess I could be down with that. I, I, have uh, no, I don't know anything about her, though, is, uh, other than being Jim. his daughter. Is, is she a director? She, she's done I mean, anything? I'm sure she's done stuff, but... I don't know. I mean, if she's I can, gonna let me do just it. like look her up on the old IMDb real quick. Wait, this is a sequel? What what is the story behind well, it? Well, like th- this is basically the ma- the major news is like people were like, "Are you literally just fucking remaking this movie right as David Bowie dies? Like, are you just like cashing in on this?" And apparently, no. There was this new script that was floating around, which is actually a sequel to the original Labyrinth uh. that they had come up with. And there's like all of these tweets, but there was a huge backlash on Twitter and social media against the movie because they were like, "That shit." That's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like bad PR. For sure, for sure. So let me just uh, look <clears throat> up Lisa Henson, see who that, see the hell this person is. Lisa Henson, the daughter of Jim, or we call him Jimmy Henson. I thought Labyrinth was a box office bomb, though, at the time of its release. Like, yeah, it didn't do very well, yeah. and then it, it, it gained a, a cult following. Yeah, it was like and 1986, big... and it just, I think it tanked. Yeah. And, and now they're talking about doing a 
a, re, a, a sequel? sequel? Yeah, but it's um, a, a sequel is sort of, sort of preposterous because the movie was just like a puzzle. I mean, it's like the sequel. Like, what is that? I don't get that. I, I feel like it shouldn't be a sequel. It should just be an, an acid trip. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know. Completely disconnected from the original. Yeah, it should be like a screensaver, and like everyone in the audience should just take a fucking drop of acid. And that, be there like, you go. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> call it fucking That's great. Too. <laughs> it's just a drop of. All you get is an, uh, a piece of na- uh, a drop of acid. That's all. That's it. <laughs> There's not even. You don't even go yeah. into movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's highly reviewed on Rotten Tomato. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, woman nicole uh perlman is the writer of this new labyrinth movie hmm. and that's all the, the labyrinth news i have to share i think i may have misspoke about lisa henson directing it it's actually i think that she's producing it um gotcha. and she looks like she's done some stuff i mean she has a pretty huge list of credits here she did the muppet movie um who's who's directing it that I don't know. No directors attached. I don't think there's a director attached huh. yet. Um, it's gonna be a TriStar movie. I know that much. Um, so anyway, that's happening. Cool. And also, Ghost in the Shell moves to Paramount from Disney. I don't know if you guys heard about that. No. It's the, wow. you know they're using Scarlett Johansson in this new Ghost in the Shell movie. I, we, Are no, you serious? We talked about this. Yeah. And I was like, it, did. oh, you mean it's gonna be Lucy Dos? What? what? No, Lucy, that movie she did, which was terrible. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like this is just gonna be. She's just gonna ruin it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't blame her for Lucy. That, that's just Luc Besson being, yeah, yeah. a retard. That's, that's true. true. But also, she, I don't know, for that character of Ghost in the Shell, I don't see that in Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only reason she's being cast is because of Avengers and yeah. the fact that she yeah. looks good in a black leather like, outfit. No, totally. That's yeah, yeah, clearly. I mean. To me, the only movie she was really suited for was like, what was it like, Ghost in the Writer or what was it? Ghost? It was like a. Uh, I don't know. She was like a teenager. It was like before she had the nose job. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know the one I mean? I, Go, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Anyway, Wait. um, oh, are you talking about uh, Lost in Translation? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was Ghost something. I, yeah. yeah, I think it was Ghost, but it wasn't Ghost Writer. Like Ghost Town. Oh, you guys no, are talking Ghost... about her. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, let's do it. let's go with that. It was her. But yeah, um was... yeah, so that's uh you know, that's happening. It was going to be released on March 31st, but now we don't know cuz it's moved to Disney. Wait. It was going to be Wait, what? It was going to be released on March 31st. Wait, they already did it? This year? Yeah. It was going to be like how long ago though? That I... wait, they shot it? They haven't shot it, right? Because it's moved to Paramount now. I guess they've shot it because Paramount said that the release was March 31st. 30... Oh, I'm sorry. 2017. Okay. Uh, I was about to say. I was yeah. like, what? I, I was know. like, fuck, man. We My haven't even seen a focus. trailer. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically releasing it with no publicity. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's been so long since I saw the original Ghost in the Shell movie. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not up with it. But there are, haven't there been like seven, like, isn't there like one There's been seven? a few. Yeah, there's, there's been a few sequels. I, I've only seen the first, but... I mean, if anybody's going to do it, I feel like Wachowski Brothers should be doing it because yeah. that was their main inspiration for The Matrix. Yeah. Actually, that's a damn valid point. Come on, Wachowskis. Get in there. Yeah. Oh, so they need a comeback, oh, too. So they're not brothers. They're siblings. Yeah, they're yeah. siblings, right. Yeah. But I still call them... I mean, I'm not going to call them the Wachowski <laughs> siblings. That just makes them sound like children. <laughs> you can't do that. You couldn't do that yeah, to those guys. It's, oh, it's a brother and a sister now, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. 
Oh, that's, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. One of them had a sex change <clears throat> operation. Yeah, so yeah that's, we, well, that's old news, though. Yeah. Do we say brothers or do we say like. Are, do, do they still go by Wachowski brothers? Oh, I'm no. Trying to think. Oh, yeah, or do they just go by the Wachowskis now? Probably that. Uh, yeah, the yeah that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. That's I catchy. think we'll go. I think from here, this point on, we're yeah. going to go with that. Yeah, okay. We'll go cool. Um, what else is happening? Have you heard? Of, you've been out of town, so you might. You know, there's this big snafu about the Oscars, and they're ba- like they're being basically like no African American people nominated for best actor or best actress. Right. I I, I heard about big... uh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, boycotting the the Oscars and yada yeah. yada yada. But I I don't know too much about that situation. Well, um, let me illuminate it for yeah. you. The uh, Director Guild of America president uh, wants more than just Academy changes to address Disney, uh, of diverse, the diversity issues. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science responded swiftly to the growing hashtag Oscars so white controversy. Um, and they voted to enact changes over the next four years to help promote diversity um, among the member, the voting members uh, of the academies. Honestly, man, fucking award shows. I just don't care. Yeah, I just all, don't. All they are is just to get more resell out yeah. of the movie they did. Well, I, I mean, I, I have I, a hard time getting into any kind of award-related thing. Like, I, don't, I can barely even finish reading this news. I just don't. Yes, I don't. I mean, I, I, I realize it's like a touchy. A, yeah, I mean, uh, there is an issue with diversity. Well, I, I, okay, this is the only thing that I have as an uh, Asian American. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I take issue with the fact that it's uh, diversity is seen as being black. Yeah, that's sure. diversity. Yeah. What about Asian Americans? What yeah. about you know Native Hawaiians? Latinos, like there, there's a lot more than Jews. just like black yeah. and white. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Jews. Yeah, yeah there's a major problem with not enough Jews in the industry. No, I'm sorry. Go on. No, but I, I mean, I, I, I feel like the the perspective on that is very limited in terms of like the scope of the yeah. fact that yeah. oh, if we have just a handful of black actors, then we're good. Or black films that are, yeah. right, you know, right, right. when's the last time you saw a movie with an Asian lead or mixed like yeah. a non-white totally. lead yeah. or a non-black lead? And that's the thing. I think it's not just like it's the Academy's fault. It's just the industry in general. We don't have a lot of like diverse leads like James is saying. So to get nominations into an award ceremony or whatnot, you have to have like a bunch of movies to pick from that are actually like, whoa, your craft, you did groundbreaking work. Mm-hmm. We should acknowledge you for that, which is, it's you know, supposed to be, but it doesn't happen. But like, for example, if you're to go, well, what about... Uh, straight out of Compton, those guys should get out. It's like some were good, but I mean, if we were to compare, like, for example, if I was to go, okay, let's take uh, the dude that played, I don't know who would run, like uh, Ice Cube's son, uh-huh. and go, okay, let's see that compared to Eddie Redmayne, who did Danish Girl. Like, that's completely different styles. And yeah, but the thing is, like, Eddie Redmayne has done it for a long time. So it's acknowledged of like, oh, you changed your world completely from the last thing that you did. Whereas Shao Jackson, this is this is the first movie. You have nothing to <clears throat> fully compare him on. Um, and the work that he did was like, oh, you're playing closer to like just your dad or your family. Yeah. So it's nothing that's like remarkable. Whereas <clears throat> Beast of No Nation, you have uh-huh. Idris Elba and yeah, 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 and you have that kid. That boy had. I would like to see him recommended for like that work because. It's something that's so much more than uh, being a kid. Like, you know, kids yeah. to play kid things and all those things. But he had to do, like, child soldier. You lost your family. And that's, like, very remarkable. And I see, say he should. But also, at the same time, it's like kids are more in tune with their emotions. So to nominate a kid, 
you know it's i don't know like when they're adults it's yeah and harder. then like also it's like you compare you know like that kid to the kid have you guys seen room yet yeah mm. you would have to know that kid yeah. is like baller you know mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like yeah both of them t- yeah. I actually have a thing against nominating kids like i always yeah, kind of pisses I, me off yeah they should have because a category though for kids yeah they actually that should be like an under yeah I don't know, that's under actually a good idea that is, under, that's a, that under is a great idea category would be like where it's at yeah. yeah for sure and then you could have so much more because there's like some of those actors that are in movies they're under 25 and it's like you did good work but it's kind of hard to give you an award for other people who have like done it for so long have so many different roles that we can base we can see that oh you've innovated and you've done something whereas, yeah because you can just like go up to a kid and like freak a kid out and make yeah. him cry and get yeah. it on tape and be like wow that's a powerful performance because when that kid fucking cries he loses it yeah you know what i mean but although i mean having worked with a kid <laughs> mind you my kid was very special uh, <laughs> as oh we God, spoke about but uh I, I mean getting a consistent performance out of a kid very difficult good luck yeah and good s- luck and so that's the thing like you're just it would be more of you editing the performance to make it look like they're remarkable whereas an adult tries to keep more of consistency yeah because they have that comprehension yeah, no, I suppose. I mean, yeah. it's it's tough to say because every project is going to be very different yeah, in terms yeah. of the way the director and uh, that might spill. Just watch out. Um, <laughs> it, it's like a sprinkler; it just goes every which way. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So I, I. But anyways, so I, I the other thing. Let's yeah. go back to straight out of Compton because remember we we're just having this Gosh. conversation on the way over here. Is the fact that I went to the Q and A session for Straight Out of Compton at uh-huh. LA Film School, and I was uh, basically the the writers were there uh-huh. to answer you know questions. And as they were coming up, I was like, "Oh, this would be hilarious if they're not black and they were not. They're both white. Really, both like right? wow, I didn't yeah, know that. white as can be." And did not wow. listen to hip hop at all. Well, no, no, no. What, so, oh, so the, the one, uh, the woman writer. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember her name, but uh-huh. she did World Trade Center with Oliver Stone. That's her like big claim to fame. Uh-huh. And she, I, I'm pretty sure she did not listen to hip hop or any of that. Uh-huh. But she worked three years on the project, did a okay. lot of research, obviously, sure. a lot of interviews and stuff like that. Had um, access to Dr. Dre. Uh, worked very closely with Ice Cube, who was the executive producer. Uh-huh. Um, but the only thing is, I don't think she understood the world. It doesn't matter how yeah. many times you do an interview with somebody that's, you know, in that situation that that grew up under those circumstances. Yeah. Um, like if you don't, if you didn't grow up with that as part of your upbringing, uh-huh. it's not, it's not going to feel genuine. Totally. Yeah. Like her, Agreed. she yeah. was explaining that, you know, it doesn't really for her as a writer. She prides herself that's on so like, weird. It's, it's just so a weird, weird choice. Yeah. It's a weird choice. And then so then they brought in this other guy that had did grow up listening to hip hop and uh-huh. NWA and all these things. So he understood the culture a lot more. And I think uh-huh. that's part of the reason that they brought him in. But again, a white dude. And I'm just like, this is a black story. Yeah. And it's at least it, it, the director was black. Uh-huh. But I just feel like... It, it's well, just, this, is, this is... All right. This is my kind of basic theory about it is that like you have to be coming from at least... Well, that this is actually not true. But I think oftentimes the people who gravitate towards creative fields are coming from a place of at least some level of privilege or economic safety that they feel that they can take a risk with a creative, like with a creative pursuit, like becoming a writer for like becoming a screenwriter, like, or trying to be a director or anything. And, and I think that, um, 
I mean, I really think it's, in, you know, it's like anything in our society. It's like there's no public support for the arts. So the people who are making material and who are taking the risk and getting good are people who are like already coming from a privileged place. And most yeah. of the time, those people are white. And in this country, at least. Yeah. yeah. And, no, I, and I think that, you know, I think that if we want to see more diversity, like in Hollywood and, and in the awards, in the yeah. fucking Oscars, then we should <clears> think <throat> about like some programs, some government funded programs to help support yeah. young filmmakers. Yeah. Based no, on talent absolutely. and merit, you know, yeah. like. Absolutely. I anyway. totally agree. Um, but dude, speaking of working with kids. Yes. Have you ever worked with a fucking baby? Oh, you know, there's like all these rumors about like working with babies and like how awful it is. Mm -hmm. Well, my last film, we just shot with the baby. We had we had a baby. We had four hours with the baby legally Mm -hmm. before we had to like, you know, let it go. And only two of those hours. (laughs) Just throw it out the window. (laughs) Only only two of those hours can be shooting hours. Mm. So basically you're doing this thing where it's like you have a four hour window and you're like bring the baby in and out. But you don't want to like shoot too much with the baby, dude. And like. There's no control. Obviously, there's no controlling a baby. And like on a film set, when like people are running around and screaming at each other and like trying to get the shot, like it's fucking hard, man. It's really hard. Yeah, that's insane. And I don't recommend it. I really don't recommend it. Yeah, I I, I think I uh, because I I pitched on a commercial for that had babies, Uh and the whole time I was like coming up with a pitch, I was just like, uh, "How am I gonna do this? This is gonna be awful." Yeah, but and it's it's weird too because I mean I understand (laughs) I understand that you know child labor laws are very strict for a very good reason and all these things, but at the same time, I I feel like the the amount of weight that they put on that is a little too it's a little too much. Like in terms of like oh, as if if we shot with this child and we're not they're just normally they're just sitting there or like what. Like, what kind of harm is it going to do if we shoot for, I don't know, like two consecutive hours? Like, right. well, see, this this is what's interesting though, because I was totally of that opinion, and then I saw the mom of this baby, and I was, you know, she came, and we also had a, I forget what they're called, but they're like women who come in, and it's their job to like make sure the baby's being baby handlers kind of thing. It's like a baby yeah, yeah. handler, but there's a specific name yeah. I, I can't remember right now, and um. The mom, you know, she's used to her baby and she's used to her baby crying. So like when I needed a take with the baby like exploding, like and I'd be like, "Hey, is there anything we could do to make the baby like cry?" She'd be like, "Yeah, what do you need to do? Like what do you what kind of expression?" And I was like, "This is kind of creepy. Like this mom is willing to like actually put her baby in discomfort because she wants to cuz it doesn't matter that much to her. I, I don't know. It's just weird. It was just crazy. It's just, um and and my lead actor was a mother and she like kind of like got upset because she was like, you know, I was going into it with just the mantra of like anything for the, ta- like anything that we need to do for the scene, we'll do, you know, like yeah. the baby needs to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Pitch absolutely. that fucker, you know, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. anyway, it's weird. I'm just saying it's a sticky wicket. You got to be careful with that shit. Cause oh, like, very much so. I, and now I know why there's laws because that mother was probably like good comparatively to most moms who are like, I'm going to make some fucking cash over my fat little baby. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. those people fucking need to be monitored. Man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're moving on. I'm sorry. Big, sticky big wiki, dude. Very sticky wiki. I love that expression. Um, I guess Johnny Depp and Tom Hanks are circling around a new South American crime thriller. Which sounds okay. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a pretty high profile project they're talking about. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be called the triple frontier. Um, and according to a report from Variety, Johnny Depp and Tom Hanks are both looking to join 
the triple frontier. So they're both, yeah, okay, they're both attached, I guess, or semi-attached. Um, and I guess it's been in the works for a while. There's a lot of money behind it. Um, and the director is J.C. Chander, mm. who directed um, All is Lost, A Most Violent Year. Oh, yeah, that was good. Which is a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. Have you seen A Most Violent Year? I have not. Oh, I have man. A, I think so I have it's one of my favorite movies, yeah. I think. It's really? Well, I like. I heard a, the performances really were great. Good, yeah. I didn't hear. I, I heard the movie was okay. Well, I mean, I kind of like. It's a very dry movie. Yeah. It's yeah. not a very, like, fruity Hollywood movie. I did like the lighting. I feel like they tried yeah. to utilize as much natural lighting. Yeah. And things, not over lighting. It was just kind of raw. I, I don't know. Yeah. It was. It, it had a, partic- a particular quality that you don't yeah. usually see. It wasn't in these like big a lot of movies. different cuts in between, or you know, the scene, like different angles and stuff. It was just very, very maybe three yeah. different in one whole like long scene. That's cool. Yeah, probably I like that. All shot on like two lenses. You know what I mean? It was like very, very simple. Yeah, they had the graininess when it was like dark. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Well, uh, uh, let, let let me call it on this project though. Uh, Johnny Depp is definitely playing the criminal. Tom Hanks is. Definitely the, the good guy. The good guy. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I with would that, say that that's highly, with that highly likely. And Johnny Depp is probably the the Latino, you know, crime lord or whatever. Like I mean, Brazilian. as he always is. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess be it, hilarious if it was opposite though. If it was the opposite, I would see it. I I, w- I would be very curious as to how <laughs> like it would turn it. out. Yeah, I absolutely. feel like Tom Hanks could do like a nice like. I don't know. I'd like to. Kind of I'd like, like, to, like to see that. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. yeah. No, like because to, you know, I just fucking like Tom Hanks, and I'd be down to see him in a movie that's not so fucking schmaltzy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I agree. I did agree. Did you see Bridge of Spies? Uh, I tried. I well, I didn't try, but I, I started, and I just kind of gave like up. Fucking award bait garbage, man. Yeah. Sorry. Award <laughs> <That was laughs> bait garbage. Never working. Anyway, <laughs> I know. God. So quotable. Um, this movie. Triple Frontier. It's, it focuses at the the border area, which is the junction of Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay, where um, the Iguazu and Piranha rivers meet. Oh, the Piranha Ooh, rivers! How exotic! Yeah. One man's making a trek across yeah. the jungle. <laughs> it's the uh, Piranha River. It's a hotbed, according to this article, of organized crime and terrorist activities and dangerous nature. It sounds like a kind of like you know. Isn't that all of South America? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's but that's like our, the U.S. perspective of it. It's do you like, know what I mean, though? Yeah, totally. yeah. It's just like you could t- you could be like, you know, the hotbed of crime in Argentina, <laughs> or like you yeah. could say any any country in I South know. America. You and just assume like, it's a hotbed like, sure. of crime. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, yeah great steak, of... but the crime it's out of control. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so Sundance has been happening. You guys been hearing any Sundance news going on? No, no, I haven't. I I, I wanted to go this year actually. You did did but... you have something in there? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no I just I... wanted to go because a, a friend of mine went last year, and uh, she just had a really great time meeting indie filmmakers. Which I feel like in LA, I very rarely interact yeah. with indie filmmakers. I I meet yeah. a lot of people that do music videos, yeah. commercials, but yeah. no like. No actual art, if yeah. you know what I mean. Well, you, I went to whoa, Sundance whoa, last doing? year, man. Oh, it, you did? It feels a lot like L.A. goes to the woods. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> very much like a huge mating call of like filmmakers and producers. And like it's a little intense, you know. But um, did you enjoy it? Dude, I mean, what's not to enjoy? You're in this fucking beautiful setting and you watch movies all day and fucking get drunk. I mean, it's 
great. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard that it's if did you have a film? No, I didn't have a film. We had a place to stay, and we're like, oh, let's check it out. Did it cost you a lot of money? Because I heard that's one of the downfalls of going to Sundance. Is it would have, except we had a lot of friends there, and we had a place to stay, and we kind of did it on the cheap a little bit. You know, and I spent most of my time in like the New Frontiers Lounge, just like tripping out in technology world. So, like, <laughs> what a geek! Yeah, geeks, nerd. But there is a film there that I think is newsworthy because um, it. Let's it, hear it. It sort of cracked some records. Ooh, uh, it's Nate Parker's uh, film, um, Birth of a Nation. And, Birth uh, of a Nation. Yeah. Are they Birth of a Nation? I guess the premiere was yesterday afternoon, and it saw every buyer in town on the floor. Oh, oh like, motherfucker! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Would you stop <laughs> no, freaking claws! Freaking claws! Uh, That's happened? all I felt. His claws in my hot flesh. <laughs> I, the cat was on the bed last time I looked, and I turned away, and yeah, the next thing. She, no, sorry. No, I'll, I'll sorry. keep it to the ground. They're having fun. They're yeah. just moaning. I just made the cat jumped from the bed, which was so ballsy, onto James. Anyway, this oh. movie sold $17.5 million. Really? It's supposed wow. to be amazing. Everyone is talking Wait, about it. Wait, but Birth of a Nation, isn't that, uh, I mean, uh, oh, God. Um, Griffith, uh, fuck. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, um, it's not related, right? To the masterpiece... No, Black no, and no, no. white, Birth of a Nation. I don't think it's a remake. I think it's just... Um, because it's an indie film, too. It's so a I'm film. Sure. It's about slavery. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's kind of like all the... I mean, I have some more details, but I'm not going to go into detail about what the movie really is. I mean, it's about the 1831 slave rebellion in Virginia. And it was a seven-year passion project for this guy, Parker, who wrote and directed and produced it. Jeez. And starred in it. What? Um, and he said today in his first interview... Um, um, that uh, the film was shot in 27 days and for $10 million. He wrote, starred, directed, produced. Yeah. And he had $10 million? And he shot it in 27 days? And it took him seven years? Yeah. So what part of it took seven years? Writing it? Well, I don't know. You know, I've been finding noticing the a lot more. Probably finding the funding. I've been mm. noticing a lot more of these like really successful festival films taking a lot longer to be made. Huh. Like, I actually saw a film last year at Sundance, which, like, I don't know where the fuck it went. Like, I guess it didn't get distribution or something, but it was, like, one of the best horror movies I, I'd ever seen. It was called The Witch or something. It was, like, all... Written. Oh, it's coming out. Is it coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's cool. It's coming out in theaters. Yeah, yeah, all the dialogue is, like, old English from, yeah, like, these yeah, journals, yeah. which is, like, amazing because it's like, sounds super genuine and all the, everything was built with, like, tools. And, anyway, and it's really fucking... It's a great, great movie. And <clears throat> I talked to him afterwards, which was cool. And I was like, so how long did it take you to make it? And he was like, I've been really working on it for like eight, nine years. I was like, holy fucking shit, nine years. That's and, a long time. Because yeah. there's, you know, fundraise, mostly fundraising, writing. It probably took him a couple years to write. And you know, it's, it's a big thing. I'm seeing it more. A lot of films taking a long time. Big commitments. Um, it's a really long time. Anyway, we're gonna. I think we have one piece of game news, and then that's it. Game news, which is the witness. Which can is, I get a witness? <laughs> which is a 3D <clears throat> puzzle video game, developed by Thecla. Thecla. I think you mean this. Tesla. <laughs> it's their first video game that they've released. 
You have anything to say about this? I don't really know much. Uh, I've seen like a video or two. It looks awesome. It's, <clears throat> it looks awesome. Isn't it the, it's wow, Justin's boring himself God damn to it, sleep. Justin. <laughs> so oh, wow. It's my steroids kicking in. Dude, this my guy is drugged. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's the same guy who did Braid, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, the same guy who did what? Sorry? Uh, um... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, but Mist was cool. I remember liking Mist. Yeah. Do you guys ever play Mist? Nope. Nope. I don't play a lot of video games. Yeah, neither do I. But this was like I, a old yeah. school PCs just sort of come out. Yeah. You'd play like one of the first video games. You'd like go into like a haunted castle, uh-huh. with like a lot of creepy music, and you like cool. solve puzzles. So is it is it kind of like uh, Resident Evil? No, I think Resident Evil is more like a shoot 'em up kind of deal. What well, it, it? This is more like you're in a hunt. But the original Resident Evil yeah. was about puzzles. Yeah, the was it? Is yeah. Jonathan Blow, the guy that did uh, Braid. Okay, what? No. I'm sorry. What's Braid? Braid is the one where it's like a sort of like a puzzle game too. Um, <clears throat> it's like uh, <clears throat> need some water. <laughs> this guy. What's going this on? This guy. What is Do going on? Right, Get yourself yeah. together, okay, bro. So. Braid. It's like a puzzle game uh, that he created a while back, and basically, the story of it is you're this guy trying to find these pieces of like memories or photographs, because um, there's like this thing that happened to a girl, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and it had this awesome mechanic where it's basically, did you ever play like Prince of Persia, like Sands of Time, where you could rewind essentially? Yeah. So you so. can utilize that there's that element in it so you would have to find like these keys to unlock like a door or something but when you went through and you like got to the end of whatever you would need to figure out a way to go back or like sync it up so when you play it backwards it does the sequence as well in order to like advance on so it was kind of a cool mechanic it utilized like uh like mario elements with uh puzzling oh crazy um, do you like yeah. puzzles, man? I like puzzles, so I I'm do that. I do like puzzles. I do like mazes, problem mazes? solving. Mazes, Ma- mazes, mazes are cool. I'm more of a Mazai. swords guy. <laughs> mice, mice. Cool, man. Well, that's all the news today. Sorry, it was just a very quick little rundown of some of the things going on. I'm sure we missed all sorts of important things. Probably the most important things we've missed. But um, yeah, that's all I got for today. We're not going to do predictions. Not going to nope. do box office nope. stuff. Nope. You guys got anything else to add? Everyone's sick. We're all sick. Yeah. Uh, I just got over mine, so stay away from me. Yeah, but you're jet lagged, right? Tell me you're jet lagged. (laughs) He's like, I'm fucking fine. (laughs) I I was jet lagged for like, you know, the past three weeks. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, that's it. Geeks. 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 Oh, man, this podcast is probably the roughest one.